Well, we're rolling, so yeah. whatever, dude. Right on, man. Whatever. What's this attitude? I don't feel like doing it. What's I this mean, melancholy? We're, we're just kind of fucking tired, you know? I just know? don't feel like doing it today. Bunch of know? Charlie Kaufman motherfuckers. You need to take that attitude and kick it right out that door, dude. We're, n- we're not here for it. We're here to grind. This is work. Right, okay, Mark Wahlberg. You know, yeah. no, you, you know what right, I fucking Dwayne say all the time, Johnson. man. You got to get off your ass and fucking work. You got to, oh, you got to put dude, in the yeah. work. You know. Yeah, get up. You say that a lot. Huh? We literally do work, though. We work for a living. I mean, that's fine if you consider that, you know, grinding, dude. What's oh, most important God. to me, man, is like taking my family's money and like really doing the most with it. That's putting, not being an entrepreneur. Putting that's the fucking work, work in. That's what do you not, mean? That's just not work. What You're not you anything you say you Taking work. your family's money, that's not work. Okay, so I have, you know, a pretty good following, too. You yeah. fucking throw up a, a product. You know what I mean? I got a new sous vide machine. I'll throw it up on there. Get a fucking bag. If it fucking sucks, whatever. So, I don't give a shit. Dude, yeah, but you, you gotta get are... a following first. How'd, how'd you get a following? Is that why you got a BBL? What's that? A Brazilian butt lift. Hey, man, we don't talk about that on the show. Well, I mean, it's part of your... Quit body shaming, perso- Alex. I, he got it. To, to, he got it. Whatever. How, you've, to, in order to get money from promoting products, you have to have a following. How'd you get a following? Well, I'm, you know, you put in the work. Okay, that's, he, that's really vague. What yeah. do you, mean you put in the work. You, you don't just go from zero. Okay, okay. Let me go to Instagram and hit put work in. What are you? What are you no, doing? I mean, you know, you got to do things that are, you know, get attention and get attention. You know, that uh, you're being so real vague. That, about you know, this. so you've been posting, I assume, racy content. Honestly, I only had to do it the one time, and boo. You know what I'm saying? One thing leads to another, and you know the next thing you're lying down and putting the work in. So we went from get off your ass and putting the work to lie, to lie down. down. And so, I mean, one could say you stick your ass up in the air and fucking. That's not even an expression. Take that work. I'm not seeing where the hard work comes from. It's definitely hard. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. Hey. This week on There Are Too Many Movies, we watch Drive My Car. Before we talk about Drive My Car, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. Before we talk about that, I'm Chris Collins. I'm Josh Rodriguez. I am Alex Wilson. And if you want to buy some merch to support your local on the internet podcast, what? Nothing. No, you're just no. Gonna please, say... you were just gonna say something. So just say it. No, dude. Talking about putting more work in. What are you gonna say? I was gonna say I'm Josh Rodriguez West. Okay. Ugh. You you wish, dude. I just but went no close. longer. No longer. Yeah. Um, five bucks a month on Patreon. Also, we've got that. If you want to support us that way, you get access to bonus content, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, the Discord. Shout out to the Blood Rallies in the Discord. Shout out to everybody there. The Discord's the dopest part about the Patreon. Five bucks a month will get you in the best five-head cinephile community. Did you just crank... Is that a a Riddler? Uh, yeah, I'm just dental? trying to cheer myself up. You know? With some goofs and gags. It's been a rough week, so... So for the visual listeners, that was good. he's winding up a chattering teeth. Chattering teeth. Can I see these? Like the Riddler 
Isn't that a Riddler thing? It's a Joker thing? Joker thing. I've just had a rough go of it lately. It it doesn't seem to be working. That's the sound of everyone tuning out. This is classic comedy, so I don't know what you've got up your fucking asshole. (laughs) I don't. I'm sorry. It's not comedy. I didn't bring a slide whistle or tattoo. Like chattering, chattering teeth. teeth yeah, so. I'm carrying the comedy aspect of this podcast. I have a slide whistle. I brought that twisty thing. I've got chattering teeth. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, you have a hat. Yeah, I do. That's no props. You don't have a whoopee cushion, though. And that's, oh, that's basically rule number one that's in comedy. Really good. Is idea. have a whoopee cushion at all times. I can literally fart, though. Do it right now. Give me a plate of broccoli in 15 minutes. Uh, Patreon and shit. We have that. Donate. Uh, <laughs> donate. Buy some merch. Buy some merch. Whatever. Buy a uh, hat. Who wants to kick it off this week for the watch list? Oh, do it. Sick. My turn. All right. Ready? Ready. Let's go. Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Oh, shit. Who's that? A classic. It is a fucking classic, dude, in terms of comedies. You've never seen this? You've yeah. never heard about this? Who is this? Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Really? Nothing. It's like 1995 Is this or an something? extremely uh, elaborate dick joke? <laughs> no. What are you talking real, about? It's a movie that exists. I'm surprised you've literally never heard of this. Nope. Mira, Mira Sorvino? Is that her name? I think so. Lisa Kudrow. Um, More people I've never Janine heard Janine Garofalo is in it. Like her? You know Lisa Kudrow from Friends. Your favorite show. What's oh. your favorite TV sitcom? Not my favorite show. I've never seen it. You've well, literally... Talk to us for several hours about friends. No, you have I lots haven't. of fan theories. It's okay, but uh, this is a classic comedy from the '90s about two girls who are going to their ten-year high school reunion, and it's big comedy fun time. You've never heard of this? Never heard of it. 1995. Yeah, 95, 97. Around there, is yeah. it a rom-com? It's just a com. Just, yeah, just com. I've never seen this. Wow, or heard of it. It's a great movie, dude. In uh, I'd say like in that same Clueless generation, Clueless fucking what else came out around? That's that really time? all that I think of in relation to Romeo and Michelle. Like you it's that saying? exact vibe, though. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's just big uh, fun girl comedy. You know, it's a comedy one shot, or as I call it, a com shot. <laughs> Can you keep circling I don't, back to that. I don't think it's a one a oneer. It's not a oneer film. It's not. No, it's just a, you know, it's it's, not, it's a single idea. Brought to fruition. It's not Children of Men. I don't think Alfonso Inaritu. Inaritu. Isn't that his name? Quaron. Is it Quaron? Yeah. Who's Inaritu? He did uh, Birdman, right? High School Reunion. It is actually a movie. Why would you think like I've heard of this? He doesn't believe us. Well, uh, this is well, just a, what, like it what I don't get is why you think I would have heard of this. Because it's a classic look at comedy one shot. Yeah, a it's com like a shot. Fun, it's a comedy like Mean Girls. You know. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. It's a great fucking movie. 1997? Big Funnies. 97. Uh, Classic. Comedy slash buddy. It's a buddy comedy. Alan Cummings in it. Oh. He's he's great. Classic. Where'd you see this? Uh, That is on Hulu. Okay. But uh, big recommend if you just need some uh, nostalgia blast. Not necessarily for you, Chris, since you've never even heard of this fucking movie. Uh, But, man, it's great. It still holds up. Still funny. How does it compare to High School Musical starring Zac Efron? Uh, that's a piece of shit. This is just a comedy, dude. Like, okay. Well, book High School Musical or... arguably has some funny moments. I will say I read uh, the High School Musical manga because it's known as the worst thing ever written. And is it? 
I'm gonna. I did hey, not expect would, it to go there. But why I'm would the also, fuck would you I'm so read not surprised? Here's the thing. Let me tell you exactly how it goes. Main character goes. I need to make a difference, and then I swear to God, the next panel is high school graduation, and then it's over. It's like a two-page comic. What? It's bananas. Look, look at, look it up sometime because it's it's genuinely hilarious. It's two pages, and they published it, and, and it's real. Yes. These rabbit holes you find yourself in, Alex. Like, I, like it's called I research. I don't know how one. You really. You know how to get to the bottom of shit. I should have been a detective. He's he's like a just a bottom feeder of content. I'm a yeah. shit detective. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just the world's the- shittiest detective. I'm a lamprey eel, if you will, for shit. Yes. I yes. I can agree with that. So you'd recommend um Romy and Michelle's high school reunion? Yeah, it's actually a lot of fun. Justin Thoreau is in it. Super fucking funny. Uh and yeah, super nostalgic and super nineties vibes. Well, what made you choose that? Uh I don't know. Just saw it on Hulu and I was like, let's let's do it. Okay. So you have seen it before, this is a rewatch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's seen it. I feel like apparently, a lot of apparently. people have seen it. Yeah, I just missed that Discord one. Discord boys, tell us if you've seen Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Ten things I hate about you. It's still like it's like that vibe. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Okay. See, also seen that. Okay, cool. Classic. Um You can tell just by the poster because it's an all white background and just silhouetted person. And which then, is all <laughs> all movies from that era. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All comedies. It literally looks like the white girls poster. Yeah, Mean Girls poster, same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that one's pink and purple. But it's uh, it's a good, good, silly time. Um, I also watched Suspiria. Yeah, the, the older, original, the, new the one. original. Fuck yeah, Dario Argento, dude. Great movie. Holy fucking shit, that is a good movie. I saw that way too young. I dude, <laughs> I saw this for the first time in film school. Oh, fuck yeah, because obviously, okay. because film school, because you've been to film school, been to film school, and, and that's obvious, and you, you can see it on his hat. Well, that is a hereditary hat, but that is also a hat you can only wear if you've been to film school. Hmm. Correct. Along with our film school hat available at TooManyMovies.com slash shop. You'll notice that I'm the only one not wearing a hat. It's because my head is interesting enough to not have to warrant a prop. It's actually too <laughs> small. Your head's actually too it's small. physically too so small. the hat just falls off of it. Yeah. That's true. My brain is falling through the roof of my mouth right now. You look now. like so a small. character from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, dude. And wear a hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just like sits on top of his eyes. Like. Right. Right. Um, so... Suspiria, dude. Watch so this. When it came out, it was a horror movie, correct? Yes. But now it's a comedy. Ah, I wouldn't say that. It's still really fucking spooky at times. It has its moments. It's more fucked up though, right? Here's the thing. Uh, Spoiler for the for the folks at home: the moment where she falls out of a window into a room full of barbed wire that she apparently didn't even see. Yes, I, the barbed wire room. I cackle laughed. Yeah, it's really funny. I fucking threw my head back <laughs> and laughed. It is. She's like, whoopsie, a full <laughs> room of barbed wire. <laughs> no, but she fully jumps and commits. And then she's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. The barbed yeah. wire room. It is. I don't know, man. Other than that, I didn't see anything wrong with it necessarily, like the pacing or the script or anything like that. It's, Maybe I was just in a silly, goofy <laughs> Exactly. When you, I you had it. these on you. One of you fucking yeah. watched that movie. You're like, I'm feeling silly. Let's watch Suspiria. <laughs> yeah. That was. But I got to say, man, I don't think there is a more interestingly shot horror film than Suspiria. It is such a fucking vibe uh, with art direction, cinematography, the color grading, dude. 
It's actually fucking beautiful. I feel like you've been on an old movie kick lately. Yeah. I have. I don't know what it is, man. Criterion-ish. Yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously, you know, pacing and uh, (laughs) screenwriting and acting notwithstanding, because, you know, these are fucking old films and, like, it's it's hard for them to hold up to like what we're used to as far as like uh, everything being so fast and quick cuts and it's like whenever you watch a film that has you know slower pacing and slower cuts slower editing you know it's and it is uh, it's just a different it's just a different vibe overall but Suspiria is fucking so interesting to watch I really wish there were more horror movies that had as much color as this does yeah because totally. I feel like for a long time aside from you know the big ones Hereditary fucking uh the witch you know all of those like a24 new age horror films they all kind of looked the same for such a long time washed out they watched they watched the ring and they were like fuck yeah let's let's just go with this forever um and there were some really colorful colorful uh horror films back in the day and this is like the testament to that I wish we would see it more. And then, dude, the remake for Suspiria is a fucking great movie. That's a great reimagining of the movie. Hell yeah. That was disturbing. Yes, dude. The contortionist scene. That scene, okay. So Which you, is overdone, but done well in that. That's in, the best yeah. execution yeah. of contortionist I've ever seen. Exactly what I was going to say, dude. It is literally perfect in that movie. And it makes sense. She's a ballet yeah. dancer. Like all, it's, it's just fucking perfect. Yeah, it's not like, Total oh, swing. an exorcism, and then here comes a contortionist, you know? It's weird like that there's... Every conjuring. Yeah, it's weird that there have been no, like, twerking contortionists, though. You know what mm. I mean? That wouldn't necessarily be scary. Well, it's another think? talent with your body, and... If yeah. there was a fucking, like, a Nicki Minaj zombie film... Right. ...possession film, I would watch the fuck out of that. Of course. That and that's just cinema. Everyone Starting, like, that. Megan the Stallion and, like, everybody... Like basically, Ooh, that would yeah. be sick. Let's make a list of all the thickest asses. Doja I see Cat. you've already got one up. Doja Cat. Okay. Megan Thee Stallion. <sighs> Nicki Minaj. Put him in a Taylor twerking. Swift. Right. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, she. You could. I could feed her. You could just. You know the feeding fetish. No. Where you, you've never seen that. No. Where you like dunk a rotisserie chicken in mayonnaise and you're like first of all, eat up. obviously no. Mm. Haven't seen that. You need to get out more. Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Suspiria. <laughs> uh, it's such an interesting watch. Uh, I think it's also physical media, dude. I have it in 4K now. Mm. It is a fucking beaut, man. It is, is it Criterion? No, it's just a 4K. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing. You're fucking You scoffing. own physical media and it's not a Criterion edition? Well, they don't make all... Why don't you just light your house on fire and get rid of your whole life? <laughs> not all Criterion makes, you know, they don't make all movies. <laughs> they don't release all movies. How many, how many of your mangas are Criterion? They don't... That's not... It's a completely different form of media. Boom. Boom and roasted. That's not... That's... <laughs> Boom and roasted. <laughs> Got him. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Baited. Ratioed. <laughs> Baited plus ratio plus no one. You cares. ratioed me in front of Vanessa. <laughs> um, Suspiria's great. Big recommend. Give it a watch. Yeah. If you can watch it on physical 4K media, please do it. It's fucking great. Fuck uh, streaming stuff. It's the worst. Fuck Agreed. streaming. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, with you, Chris, we, this is a good segue. You could do your list next. I watched Thief again, dude. Mm, yeah. And that you do have the criterion, right? I actually do have the criterion yes. for Thief. Holy fucking shit, man. Yeah. Chris, give me your thoughts on Thief. 
So that's Michael Mann's first feature, and you can tell like, like he said a vibe. So you're playing that while I'm Sorry. talking. <laughs> it's addicting, right? Yes, it is. Um, like you can tell that's basically like he had his his like vision from the beginning, which is sick. Like right, like the cold colors, the 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 way he shoots it. Like I don't know. The, it's hard to describe Michael Mann because he's so. Everything feels like natural and raw, but like right. you said, it's 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 more about vibes. It it's is like a thousand percent about vibes, and dude. the the music is one of those things that it was a big vibe setter. Right, it's and like a true crime euphoria, kind of. Yeah, it reminded me because of the well, the soundtrack took me right to Safety Bros. Yes, mm. the soundtrack is the synthy soundtrack sounds just like Good Time. Yeah, just like Good Time, and then. They they are heavily inspired by by that film and like I know, believe that it, yeah. it, it it's so clear when you see it now. But like, did you? Whenever Michael Mann wrote Thief, he fucking like consulted with actual thieves in and out of prison. I wonder how. Oh, okay, in prison. And uh, whenever he got James Conn on board, who only read the script and was like, "Okay, we have to get this made." Yeah, like he, I, yeah. he helped produce it, right? Yes, that's so sick. Uh, but go ahead, but. James Conn plays a terrible person in this movie, first of all. Absolutely. He's like irredeemable. Yeah, it's not he's an asshole in so many ways. Like it's hard to describe, but like misogynistic, racist. Yeah. And 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 he's a thief. So it's like but he that so like you were saying during the movie, you were like, Yeah, this guy's not redeemable at all. There's no like, oh, he's got a heart of gold though, just trying to do Nope, he's racist. Nope, he's (laughs) really just a bad person. Right. And he's like, I want a life, I want I want a normal life, blah blah blah, all this shit. And he's basically abducting every he's stealing everything. Right. He's like, I'm gonna go to this diner, take this girl and be like, You're my wife now. He's like, Oh, I can't she can't have a kid, I'm gonna steal a baby, basically. Right. It's like the beginning of any Elder Scrolls game. Like when you start, you're like, I'll just take these knives, I'll take Yeah, yeah. The cheese. Yeah, and I feel like the safety boats perfected That's having how the movie starts. Too. It's like, oh, I'm so glad you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> you're finally, you're finally awake. Yeah. He's on a cat. He's on a fucking carriage. I think the sad, Safdi brothers. Uh, God damn it, I never get that right. Safdi, Safdi. They, they correct. They perfected like the irredeemable character that still has redeemable qualities. Yeah, like Robert Pattinson is a bad fucking guy throughout good time but it's like you're almost still rooting for him the whole fucking yeah. time Whereas only to get out of the spiral only, of shit that yeah he's exactly only to help the innocent poor man that he wronged exactly yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but with thief it's like oh this is just a piece of shit he's a thief he's yeah. a fucking criminal dude yeah it wasn't it was fun to watch him steal though that was my one complaint with the movie though uh for a movie called thief there's only two heists right and i'm mm. like those were the most interesting parts but like case in the joint and the fucking last one, dude. The last one is amazing, and maybe it's so good because the whole movie you're it's building up to that heist, right? So you're just like, yes, finally. But it's uh, oh man, like that was my favorite thing because it was so accurate too. That's yeah. what I loved. It was like, like he obviously did the research. It was practical. It wasn't this fucking James Bond fucking Q invented a gadget that opens every door. The safe opener. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was like it like even from the opening scene, it's a practical safe break in and then the end it's like the most sophisticated safe ever and they have to go to an engineer to get new technology all this dope shit like casing the joint doing the radar or like checking a the not alarms. safe <laughs> the <laughs> phone lines the phone lines dude uh, that, that, James Belushi is in this too James as like a Belushi character kills it fuck man Damn. so good murderous 
So, um, big recommend. I loved it. I mean, right. I've, I had never seen it before. Loved it. Always loved Michael Mann. So it was like overdue for me to see that. And yeah, big, big reco. Fuck. Yeah. Totally agree. It's, yeah. uh, it's just a vibe. And if, if you haven't seen it yet, please sir, seek it out. Yeah. Uh, this was another physical, uh, you know, DVD that we had Blu-ray, whatever. Um, but yeah, go, go watch this movie. However you can. Criterion collection. Yee. For the Criterion crew. The only way to watch a movie. Facts. If it doesn't have a Criterion, it's not a movie. Right. Everyone knows that. So, Chris, uh, what else did you watch? Uh, I'm not watching this. I watched this movie on Hulu, a little thriller called Fresh, Ooh. starring Sebastian Stan. Uh, we all know that I am a Sebastian Stan Stan. Facts. We know this. Facts. I am also now a Sebastian Stan Stan. Excellent. <laughs> And it's just the the last like two movies though that I've seen it like before. I was like, that was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's great. He's good. I Tanya. I forgot. I forgot he. Was, yeah. Shout out. Good in that. The Sebastian Stan knows that the OG Sebastian Stan knows. Fuck yeah, dude. He's great. He's, he's just, good. He's such an interesting actor to watch. His performance in this though was fucking sick. I mean, it was like it was. He plays crazy really well. Like um. For those that don't know, thriller, uh, it's a thriller on Hulu basically about... I don't know how much I should give away, but... How does it You end? don't want to spoil it. <laughs> you don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil anything, but... Um, it's like a comedy horror, is it not? It had... Comedy thriller, maybe? It it was a little quirky at times, but I wouldn't describe it comedy, no. Okay, all right. Not in the sense of like... And if it was, it wasn't executed as well as like Jordan Peele comedy horror would be. Okay. Where it's like... Like his his have those really funny like still comedy writing in it, right, which is right. fun. Kind of, uh, it's like Korean it's, horror where it's like, why was that like it's borderline still, hilarious but creepy as shit? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, I I don't know. It was one of my favorite thriller slash horror movies I've seen in a while. What did you think um, of the uh, lead, Daiser, Daisy Edgar Jones? She was great. Great actress. I'm, great actress. I'm still thinking about that outfit she had in the grocery store. Yes. Murderous. Yep. Sweatpants with fucking socks rolled up on them and tennis T- shoes. Yep. And it sounds like a, the average. And a camel overcoat. And a camel overcoat. Sebastian Stan may Can't have murdered it. some people if in the movie. You understood fashion, Alex? Mm, yes. Sweatpants. Fashion. Yep. Yes. Okay. Case in point. Your Case two, co- point. Co- two co-hosts here. Absolutely killing it with the sweatpants. Absolute murder. Sebastian Stan may have murdered some people in that what are movie. You fucking wearing dude? pants because I'm out pants. in the world. You're wearing dungarees, dude. From green ass, brown ass dungarees. First of all, I don't even know what that word is. It sounds Australian, and for that reason, I'm offended. Okay. Uh, get your fucking pants. Dig- get your didgeridoo and get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> Didgeridoo is good for you. Sebastian Stan was great. He is great. Yeah. Um, that, that I loved his like. Uh, he just did creepy really well. I'm I'm trying to talk about it without giving anything away, but he. It's did, a pretty he, quick movie too, huh? So it was an hour half, right? And Solid I, night. I also heard um, the title credit comes up. Like, I love the reveal of the title credit. Um, it was like, yeah, it was it was late, 20, 30 minutes in fucking always a vibe that is the best the best yeah i i audibly said oh yeah (laughs) when it came up because it burst through all like fucking kool-aid man oh yeah the opening title kool-aid man yeah oh yeah um 
but yeah, like it was artfully done too. It wasn't just like it. It was just you know, it wasn't big, like a fart noise with a logo, <laughs> a big echoey fart noise. When it came I gotta up. bring this up. I made a Kool Aid Man joke last week. But I got it entirely wrong. I said he busted through the wall and says, "Hey, <laughs> goodness me!" <laughs> anyway, that's it. Um, what was that joke about? At first, what were we talking about? Jim Jones. What's that? The Jonestown massacre with Kool Aid. What? Where, oh, oh yeah. like drink the Kool Aid. Where people died. Oh, <sighs> which was yeah. in poor taste from you. That was really fucked up. And it was quite literally. In poor taste. It was literally, it tasted like cyanide. <laughs> Speaking of fucked up people, I tried to watch the Toy Box Killer documentary. Yeesh. How far did you get? Like 20 minutes out of the 60. I was like, did, I think I'm all set. Did you get to hear yeah. the transcript? Right. Most of it, yeah. But I was like, I, this is, he's rambling now at this point. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm, I'm all set on this. It's pretty awful, huh? Yeah. It's I, weird because you said you like you were like that guy sounds pretty cool. I want to check him out like earlier, but now you're not into him. I never said that. Hmm. I, it's weird. I I you, feel like you said that you identified. with Yeah, him. I didn't say that. I thought you were the toy box killer. I, I mean, out of context, yes, he is. Right. You, you always Only sign everything. He, he brings silly, silly things. It's me, the toy box killer. <laughs> you know, those are made from real, real human. Right, yeah, I made those. <laughs> and that's obvious. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Anyways, I couldn't get very far into that documentary about Alex Wilson. It was pretty fucked up, so. David Parker Wilson. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, it was, it, I was like, during that, his like opening, the the tape he plays for all the people. His bit. Yeah, his opening model. <laughs> his yeah, bit. His opening bit. His opening wacky goof. His SNL audition. <laughs> that massive prank he plays on them. Oh God! Uh, I was like, I'm good on this. So, like, not a date movie. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone with that <laughs> that has ears <laughs> that, <laughs> that that enjoys feeling good. Hmm. I, where, where did you find the Toy Box Killer documentary? Uh, I just searched it on YouTube and clicked the first one. I don't know what it was. Oh, okay. It was it just said full doc, sixty minutes, and it was just some guy. Hmm. It wasn't like produced by anyone. It was just oh, okay. some fucking just a, dude. Some with dude that some like, dude with iMovie, and he named his channel Creepy Movies or something. You got to watch some Shrouded Hand for that. Oof. Is that a good YouTuber for that? Shrouded Hand here. Yeah. Eh. Um, I'm not into depressing shit that makes me... Like, I think it's a... I, I, I would prefer fucking Teletubbies and fucking Rainbows and Sunshine and Unicorns. And Romeo Michelle's High School Reunion. And Romeo. You would love that. I might. Except Never for, seen it. Except for the massacre scene. At the high school. Yeah. Plot twist. When like Lisa Kudrow kills everyone. She dude. cuts off everyone's legs and then j- drains them like crab legs right Whoa. in front of them. Alternate ending in the special features. Right. That'd be crazy. What else did you watch? Uh, oh, would you recommend Fresh? Yep. That's yeah. a big recommend. And it's Hulu. Hey, can we not play ads on Hulu before my fucking movie, though? That's the And worst. that's obvious. Really? Yeah. Two minutes of ads before I started a movie. By the way, two in the middle. Ugh. That's unacceptable. You don't have a movie. That's you don't pay for ad-free Hulu? I don't know. I got through Spotify or something. Okay. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Sounds like you don't have a Criterion account. <laughs> that's a whole separate a streaming Hulu service. Criterion account. Hmm. Which, I saw you just learn that that's a fact. No, I already knew I that. I saw your head go, wait, what? All right. I saw it in your I eyes. I have a Criterion account. I see account. right through you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a big recommend on Fresh. Um, That's good. 
But yeah, I wish they didn't have fucking ads. That'd be real sick. Yeah, that'd be for the best. Yeah, it's kind of a vibe killer. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm paying. I don't know how I'm paying. I don't know some weird Spotify collab. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) That's how they Spotify collab. Whatever it is, I just like, dude. If you're gonna hit me with ads, do it in the beginning, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Don't mid movie me, like. You can give me 30 minutes of ads up front as long as it doesn't interrupt the movie. Yeah. Mid ads or mid. Facts. Uh, also, let's well take a break said. in the podcast while yeah. we sponsor <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me Undies Socks. Yeah. <laughs> me Undies Socks. <laughs> me Undies. Um, but that brings me to my next movie I watch Every Breath You Take. It's a Hulu. Use code film school. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, Another Hulu thriller. Same thing, by the way. Hmm. Uh, about 20 minutes in, I had an ad, and about 40 minutes in, I had an ad. Anyways, this other, I checked out this other thriller called Every Breath You Take. It's got Casey Affleck in it. Hmm. Um, it's about a, a psychiatrist who is treating a patient, and, the, and some stuff goes down, and I don't want to give too much away, but um, it's a solid 90-minute thriller, but it's a bit of three-head. It is a bit mm. summer fun, mm. top-down, convertible three-head thriller. Oof. I was just about to say, I feel like Casey Affleck really knows cinema. Like, I feel like nine times out of ten, he's in a cinema yeah. movie. You know he's, what I mean? He does. He, yeah, he makes good, like, role selections, but... American Pie. Classic. Uh, he, he carries this movie, I'll say. Gone Baby Gone, Great. which you didn't know was a film. What? Yeah. You thought I was talking about Gone Girl. You were like, Gone Gone Baby, Gone Girl. I did forget that they were two different things. Manchester by the Sea, which I haven't seen and also don't know anything about. Also won't fucking watch because I love my dad too much. One of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. Sounds Um, good. Changed my physical aura. All set on that. I was big all set. Yeah. I would skip it if you like feeling okay. I'm good. Manchester by the Sea is big... Extra large, I'm good. Yeah. You want to talk trauma horror? Mm. That's trauma horror. I'm all fucking... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Just no. Yeah. What is the premise, if you know it? I don't know. There's a dad and then feels, and I'm like, okay, I'm right. fine. That's not, about it. <laughs> not ready for that. Not ready I, for no, that. No, if I, if I... I can't say the premise. So I won't watch away. Click again. Oh, dude. Click is one of those that you don't expect. Low-key sads. Yeah. Big sad. Big, it's, big blind it's side l- sad. literally goes like this. You go, ha <laughs> ah, ha Yeah. Like, you don't expect it's it. It's like, oh, that's quirky and funny. And it's like, the weight of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, like, you, what? You see fucking, like, uh, what's his name? Christopher Walken in a bed, bath, and beyond. You're like, oh, okay, I a get it. A goofy fun time. I know yeah. what this is going to be. Another happy Madison goofy summer fun goofy guy. Then you take the fucking knife out of your chest, dude. Yeah. yeah. And you kill your family with it. Shout out to Click. Shout out to the movie Click. That's cinema. Um, that's it for my watch list, though. Nice. Alexander. Well, I only have two things. House of Gucci. Yeah. Mm. Fucking weird movie, huh? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I, I only had really one emotion throughout the movie, other than laughing at Jared Leto's Italian accent. There's a part where he goes... It's me, Paolo. And I literally thought he was going to go, It's me, Mario. It's bad. Genuinely thought he was going to say that. Yeah. Does it, is it not like, do you not get the sense that he was being funny? No, he was at times like the foil character. Like he was meant to be laughed at, but like, 
it was the only funny thing in the movie because the rest was like try to sorry i'll just let you finish no it was like the worst pulled off um like family conspiracy finances movie there's ever been i was just so bored through all of it honestly mm. yeah it was just, i but you know i'm a millennial i was looking at my phone it's a ridley scott movie i don't know <laughs> it's a, it's interesting to bring that up it's ridley scott like at the i completely forgot that when i saw this movie i was like this is so bad and then at the end it said directed by ridley scott and i went oh fuck i forgot he did this yeah I was yeah. just like, huh? This is a guy that did Alien. It's insane. Like, like, there's some stuff about it that's all right. Like, the set design can be opulent at times, which sure. is necessary for a Costumes fucking Gucci. Like, yeah, all that shit. Yeah, I mean, Fun stuff. the outfits, whatever. Adam it's Driver's Gucci. great to look at, and he's a great actor. Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga's great to look at, and is a great actress. One of the best actresses of our modern day. Gaga! Um, everything else was just sort of poopy caca dog shit, and I was bored as fuck the whole way through. Yeah, it's it's a weird mood. It doesn't commit to any mood, particular no. mood. That's, I think, what the problem I had with it, where I was like, I didn't know what to feel. Is this funny, or is this drama? Like, it's about a family conspiracy, but also, like, murder. It's like a serious yeah. topic about real people, by yeah. the way. So to make it quirky and funny was a weird, like... Hmm, that's odd. Yeah, like I wish it was. I wish it was more gritty, serious, and like full on drama. Full on drama, but it was fucking wacky. I didn't know anything about any of these events before I watched it, but watching it, I, I literally said, "I bet someone's gonna shoot him from behind while he walks somewhere." And then, <laughs> what do you know? That's a really specific thing to guess. It's. I don't know if that's exactly how it happened in real life, but that's like the movie cliche version of it that I imagined. And that exact cliche happened. Someone goes, hey, Paulie. And then he goes, huh? And then yeah. he shoots him and he yeah. goes, ah. And then that. <laughs> the guy it, hits a slide whistle, then jumps yeah, onto a, a fucking. Jumps into a Ferrari. He's like twirling a pizza with one hand, <laughs> shooting with the other. He shoots him. He fucking. He's wearing a red shirt with blue overalls. <laughs> and then he runs away. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kind of driver like, dying. Here. The, the worst part of that death scene, though, was um, so he gets shot, and then some guy in the building runs out with a baseball bat and goes, What's going on here? And then that guy gets shot. It's like, Dude, you made the wrong move coming <laughs> out there with a baseball bat. Yeah. Rough, not, not rough day for that guy. And it, it was unnecessarily long, too. Way too long. Yeah. That mm. was. I. That was a, the script a was movie. fucking. It was. I look. I'm the only non-film school person here, but it seems like a script you would write in your first year of film school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was just very like. What is? I would say also. I think one of the it's a victim of bad marketing, maybe also because the the trailers make it seem like a super serious, like a super epic or something, like a super serious Gucci movie, and it's like oh shit, like. The fucking the betrayal, the drama, and it's the, the Mario Brothers too. Yeah, <laughs> like mm. I would say, like because you go in thinking, oh, I'm gonna get some serious fucking some like serious Gaga performance, Adam Driver, and then you've got fucking that you've one got scene. Jared, you've got Jared Leto basically performing an SNL skit, dude. He yeah, and yeah. then the rest of the people trying to be like. It seems like he was trying to ruin the movie, and but, everybody was like, come on, man, we're trying to do a serious movie. And then Ridley Scott was just like asleep at the wheel. You're forgetting something important about Jared Leto, though. He's a method actor? Morbius is a Marvel legend. Oh. That's true. That's See, that's, that's the one thing away. that he's, he's pointed out that I can agree with. 
And everyone knows that. It's not like they don't even have to tell you that in the marketing. They don't have to consistently say to you in every single ad, a Marvel legend. Because yeah. you already know that. It's already it's, plain as day. It's Morbius. If anybody Morbius, knows Marvel legend. They're just the one and they go hand in hand. Yeah. That's facts. But too many movies sponsored by the Marvel legend film Morpheus. My, I gotta Morbius. say, my favorite thing about whenever those ads pop up is I always go to the comments and it just says Midbius yeah. <laughs> every single fucking time. Yeah. So fucking funny. It's the perfect DMT. That movie's gonna flop, dude. They have <laughs> you know, no faith in that movie. You know how you can just see a movie and go, "That's it on arrival." <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's you might as well just like euthanize that movie now. Yeah, just never. It's, it's it never happened. Yep. It just doesn't open. The most it's forgotten before it opened. Yeah, it's quite literally doesn't open. Yeah, <laughs> it's yep. just fucking. Um, you can just smell House it. of Gucci. So, not cinema. I, w- then. I wouldn't recommend it. It's not cinema. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, also, I started a Netflix series with amazing dramatic actress Tony Collette. Ooh, it is called Pieces of Her. I love her. I did see that recommended. I don't want to give too much away, but first episode sucked me about as hard as I could get sucked. All right, here we so go. So a good pilot? Yeah. Okay. Is it all out? Yes. It, it's eight one-hour episodes. Shit. Okay. I'll be you there. Ever just, you ever just casually watch an eight-hour movie? Dude. Let's go. I watched uh, three episodes yesterday, and it's fucking... It is engrossing. Damn. And I love enthralling. It. I recommend it. What is the basic yeah. premise? Uh, honestly, don't even want to give that away because the okay. show starts and then it goes in a polar opposite direction. Okay. And you're like, oh, fuck. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So Sick. I recommend. I will say nothing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I saw something really interesting about it, but I'm not going to say that either. Perfect. Josh, you you were talking about it earlier. Okay. Like- so here's the big thing about this. Whenever Tony... <sighs> Check out pieces of her. We all on just Netflix. abandon our points. So like. <laughs> I shouldn't say. Check out pieces of her on Netflix. Um, Star of it, Hereditary. Yeah, Tony Collette, who is always a banger. Great actress. I am your mother. Banger. I just met her. I also have a couple impressions if you want to see them. Let's do it. This you want to play some music for Sure, Alice? thank you. Some impressions with Alex Wilson. Uh, this is the fetus of a pregnant woman while she has sex. <laughs> so for the visual listeners, he's just pushing away. He's swatting away. Swatting away at something. Yes. Is that uh, it? No, uh, th- I have one more. This is Chris meeting Hitler. What's up, bro? Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Those are great impressions. Got it. Our timelines did cross, so you're you're totally right about that. Ready? Yeah. Uh, drive my car. Drive my motherfucking car, dude. First impressions. Um, this is again a movie where th- this has happened to me, and I've said it before. I'm tired of doing these movies. So your wife passed away. Very well, my playwright wife. After you, she cucked you. Many yes. Times. And then I directed a theater performance I mean, you should start collecting royalties just email hollywood it's a good point hollywood at gmail.com no it's actually or hotmail it's actually everyone at hollywood.com oh fuck 
See, if you went to film school, you would have known that. Damn it. That's like day one shit. That's day 101 one shit, film. I'm sorry. That's how you, you that's how you submit scripts. Got a problem? Got a script? Everyone at Hollywood.com. Hollywood Everyone. at gaggle.net. Yeah. So this movie for the premise, you want to do the synopsis since it happened to you? Yeah. Um a man has a wife. She is a playwright. He is also a. I'm imagining that director. as like a real like on the website, like on like the, this, is like, like under the description. Yeah, in, in the first sentence is a man a has man a wife. Has a wife. <laughs> Go on. That's he, period one. <laughs> a man <laughs> has a wife. One. Sentence one is a man has a wife. <laughs> Speaks like right for back, itself. That's the elevator pitch. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> We've seen this movie before. What's different? Yeah. <laughs> the tagline on the poster. A man has a wife. A man has a wife. He's an actor. And she's a playwright. Right. Yep. And then she dies. Oh, no. And Unexpectedly. Then, and then two years happen. And they're not accounted for. So it's like we could do a prequel if you wanted to. But then two years pass. And then he's like, I'm going to direct this theater festival. And then everyone talks really slow. Uh, during he's going to direct a theater festival. Yeah. Go on. That's how. The, that's what that. That's the verbiage. So not a play, nice. you know. But it's a, a theater <laughs> festival. That's what they call them in the in the theater festival world. I don't know what you want from me. All right. Obviously, didn't grow up in the theater festival world. You don't know everything because about this f- happened to me, and so I would know. All right. So first impressions of the movie. Uh, this is great. This is a great fucking movie. Yeah. Yes. I really fucking enjoyed it. So before you um. Before we talk about like the the actual like movie movie, what did you know about it going in? Nothing. Jack shit. Yes, yeah, I'd say jack shit. I knew it was three. Wait, no, I'll say I didn't know it was three hours. Actually, now that I remember, you told us yeah. that it was three hours, so I knew that going in. Like, yeah, oh, my fuck, bad. Here we go. I I feel like I had to mentally prepare you guys. No, for that. no, you didn't. And also, just give you a heads up if you're trying to watch it before the show or something, because like, because <laughs> if you, <laughs> unlike like Josh here, who by the way, hey, can we push it to? Let's push the show recording an hour, uh, and then and the then I'll be late. And then I'll be late to the new time I suggested. Did he come in with Here's food or something? When did, you, did he come in with coffee or? Yeah, food? you didn't something? have a single gift for. Oh no, Some, you did have a gift. That's I did right. have a gift. I so gifts. I you pass a gift for you, by yeah, the way. So it's but fine. Not for me. I fed you a steak, dude. That was fucking amazing. So that was a preemptive gift. It was because I knew I'd be late. No, I tried to watch it last night and did not work out. Fell asleep immediately. No. Um, called it. Chris did call it. Way to go, Chris. Yep. You're so fucking smart, Chris. Right after we watched Thief, it was 10 p.m. And, and I was <laughs> I'm going to watch Drive My Car <laughs> after a steak dinner, and I watched Thief. After a full T-bone steak, potatoes, and ice cream, I'm going to watch a three-hour movie starting at 10.30 p.m. You and hit I, the and hardest I, father <laughs> Nini. Yeah. Like, I, said, I said, you're going to be in REM sleep before the first... Per- I said, nah, goosh, goosh. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! Yeah, so yeah, so you attempted to watch it last night. I failed. really, really fucking tried. It's a uh, honestly, it's uh, fuck yeah. Okay, no, go for it. Go it's, for it. It's not Hot a movie. Takes. It's not a movie you want to start at 10 p.m. for the runtime alone, but also because it's not something that's going to keep you on the edge of your seat. It didn't for me. It okay. was it was like yeah, this is a a great drama with great characters and great acting and great dialogue. But it's unfolding so slowly. And right. Like, it's a slow burn for sure. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're two hours in and I don't know what the movie's about. 
right. besides him and a playwright. It's like, what are we working towards? What's the plot? You know, like, that's where I was. Like, did I enjoy the ride? Yeah. I saw it in theaters, but I did not know it was three hours. And Ooh. and when the opening credits hit it 45 minutes in, yeah. I was oh, like, babe. I was like, yeah, that's neat. Because yeah. <laughs> first of all, I thought we were at the halfway point. Right. I was like, oh, fucking halfway into the movie, you give me an opening credits month. Like, yeah. like that's different. <laughs> you know? Ooh, that's different. As a film school No, like, person. this movie has a fucking straight up prologue, dude. Yeah. 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 And, um, it, the prologue is fascinating. I mean, the the prologue is... Would you say it's almost more fascinating than the last hour and a half of this movie? Yeah, I would. I think it's arguable. I mean, more happens in the second half, but it it is more... I don't know. It's necessary. Yeah, I don't yeah, feel yeah. like you can the start that drama, movie. The most drama, it has the most drama up front, where it's like the wife is True. cheating on him and he caught her right. and chooses not to catch her. Right. Right. And then she dies. Right. It's like, whoa. Which just goes to show you, don't cheat on your husband. And that's the point you're trying to make. Or you'll die. Right. Yeah. what Alex is I saying. I mean, that's, I'm not saying exactly. That's the biggest takeaway from the movie, and that's obvious. Um, okay, so knowing that it's three hours, you have to like really prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. Wake up early on time and you know get right mm, to it. It's interesting. Like um, but... I do have to say, uh, I don't like watching movies like you know first thing in the morning. Me either. For for the episode, I agree. But dude, like I really was like, fuck, I have to watch this right now. Yeah. Um, started it and I was like, fucking, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, holy fucking shit, this is great, dude. And I guess because it was totally unexpected. I haven't seen any films by this director, to be honest with you. And I know he did uh, the what was it called, Burning? Yes. And I know that's good. I've heard so much good things about it. I've heard it's good as well. Um, and I didn't find that out until after I watched this film. But uh, yeah, dude, this is great. He also did a movie called Happy Hour, which is five hours long. Shit. So this is just like Fuck. a... So this is a, sh- a quickie for him. He's yeah. the fucking dream theater of foreign directors. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I've got three separate movies. I'd like to combine that into one movie. That's kind of insane. He's like, director's cut? The only cut, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's too long. Five fucking hours for a movie. <laughs> this movie Impossible. was so beautiful that I didn't even need to put on subtitles. Like, I was just, like, totally engrossed in it. Yeah. So you're that... You're you, you're that deep now into, into Japanese culture that you can just speak Japanese? No, I just... You know, you could read their facial expressions and take from context of what everyone's saying. And you know sign language, too. Korean sign language. Korea, yeah. Thank you for specifying, right? There's j- because there's spoken Japanese, mm-hmm. and then and then they Korean also they also sign speak language. Korean, yes, and then they s- do Korean sign language and a little bit of English and a little well. bit of English, no which sub- that that was kind of rough. And but. not one time did Alex go. Nani? It's true. It's just it was there. You just build different, huh? Yeah. Interesting. You can do that without going to film school. Yeah. Well, do do they teach you uh, how to read people in film school? Do they teach you Japanese, Korean, Korean sign language, and I guess English in film school? I, I you went, wouldn't you tell me? No, I was repeating your question back because I couldn't believe you were asking. Oh yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, as someone that can speak all the four languages spoken in in this film. What were your thoughts? Uh, 
here's the thing. I can't speak those languages. It was just it was obvious what they were saying. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like he he was talking to his wife and he's like obviously What did he say? He was like, Please don't cheat on me. Mm. Why are you talking about eels? That's weird. I don't remember that scene. Interesting. Yeah. It was well, built different. What did he say? Are those like, eels or are those fish? So he came They're home. Eels. He came home, went up the stairs, <clears throat> saw her saying Oh, you're so much better than my husband. I'm orgasming. And then he was went, like, went and got in a car. Right. And, and he, he was said, like and, and he was like, time to drive my car. And then the titles popped up. That's it. You got so, it, man. So I get it more than you. Um so I lucky, know it's three, so lucky to have you here on the show you're to, welcome. To, to translate that. I know this movie is three hours. Uh but I do have to say it did not feel it felt like three hours, but it didn't feel too overdone. Does that make sense? I enjoyed the pacing of this movie. Yes, I get what, what you're trying, trying to, say. to say, but I disagree. Really? You, you felt, felt like it went long. on a little too long? It definitely felt like three hours. Yeah. And it definitely could have been a two-hour movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I could cut a whole hour out of this. That's interesting coming from someone that doesn't have a Criterion account. So you well, wouldn't appreciate a three-hour movie. You know, that makes total sense. Runtimes are justified. For example, the Batman had, mm-hmm. a, had a three-hour runtime. Never felt like it was three hours. Enjoyed all of it. Didn't want to cut but anything out of it. that's a big, you know. I know, it's hard to compare, but I'm talking like, I mean, runtimes, you know, there's Lord of the Rings, there's Hobbit, there's epics. Right. Did, did a movie that is mostly about just talking and communication and putting on a play and working through your trauma of your your wife, Right. was it just... Was was the character building better because it had more runtime? Yes, there's more investment just uh, by default. Right. It allows for more like breathing room in the conversation and it makes it feel more natural. Right. We're not yeah, just cutting an, from an conversation. extra hour of it. There's full on scenes that and parts that I was like, okay, could have been shorter. <clears throat> but it could have been. And, there's no it, doubt. There's yes, no doubt it could yeah. have been shorter. But I like I said, I really enjoyed the pacing of this movie, even though it was really fucking long. Yeah. 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 It was, I, I just like, there was just a lot of filler scenes where it was just, and by the way, repeated, where it was like, I've seen the same play scene. Right. Repeated from when they rehearsed it. Right. When he practiced it in the car, when he rehearsed it again, and then they're performing it, and then they're, it was just like, okay, I've seen that. Yeah, that, but I that. feel like those different the different times that it is performed and by the characters, like it represents like certain points of their character arcs and how far they've come and whatnot. And I also do feel like the repeating of it is like, that's also part of his personality too, because he listens to that tape every single day True. and he's constantly reciting it. And even the actors are like, do we really have to run through it? Like just through the script? Like when are we going to be able to move and yeah. You know, when act? Am, when am, yeah. When am I going to use emotion? He's like, read the words. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. it's like, you need that repetition because this feels I'm I'm not trying to be fucking five head about this, but this feels like a movie about communication mm-hmm. and right. relationships, obviously. But like that constant repetitiveness uh, of the script throughout, and then up until the very end, that's when it's like, okay, that's where we've like achieved something new. And like he even says that in the park, like for the first time, like like he feels that they're ready to start acting this out. They go to a park and it's fucking beautiful, and it's like. That's what we're trying to do. That moment that they had. Yes, they knew the script, but it's like it's almost sort of like a 
because they've repeated it so much, it's like it's all in- internal after that. Right. It's like yeah. muscle memory. It's not yeah. just memorized. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I fucking loved that aspect of it. Like even the repetitiveness. Yeah. I, yeah. Granted, I understand that, like if you're ready for it to be done and you're looking for things to like, all right, let's shorten this. Let's fucking Maybe. do like you you obviously have the editor's mind going Sometimes. into this. Yeah. As a film school person, yes. <laughs> of I was course. like I was like, uh, I could like there's a bit of redundancies here and there. But like by default, if you spend more time with the characters and more flesh is like like created to like empathize with. Right. And I don't get me wrong, because like I don't want to sit here and act like I didn't like the movie. I actually really did. It's my one con is that it was too long. Right. And like And that's not even like that uh obnoxious to say because no. it's yeah, fucking yeah. Like three, it's hours three hours long but i legit believe that so, if you were selective you could have made it 230 or maybe two hours shit i i think you could i mean like you hit the same story beats you hit the same big things like and just a little bit less breadcrumbing on like who the wife was and their that this the slow reveal of their relationship right and like because i mean it was just it was so much slow Calling it a slow burn seems like a call. <laughs> calling it a slow burn seems like uh, a disservice to it because it's like a fucking, it's like candle lit like ember. Yeah, it's yeah. Like it's so dull yeah. the whole movie. Like, but it burns the whole piece of wood in its entirety just slowly. Right. It's like it's just hard to explain like what I what I mean. But like, can I ask? You saw this at ten? No. Oh, okay. You you did not go to a late showing? I thought no, you did. No, no, no. It was like 6 p.m. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so. Still really fucking long. Yeah. Have you seen it since or just the one I time? I will never rewatch this. <laughs> Got it. Okay. It was a good movie. I recognize it was a good movie. Right. And Best Picture nom, right? Re- uh, oh, is it? Probably Best Foreign Feature. Yeah, Best oh, Foreign Feature. Best I don't foreign? think okay. it's, it's not first Best First Japanese one to be nominated for Best Foreign. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. I thought it was the first Japanese movie for, sure. to get some sort of nomination. I wouldn't be surprised. It's fucking great. I'll check it. I don't know. I can say... Okay. Well, I'll just talk more about how I hate the runtime. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> yeah. for th- I'll talk about this for three hours. How about that? And I won't edit any of it. Perfect. Yeah. That is the creator's vision. What do you think of... Um, uh, I mean, the opening title is coming out 45 minutes in. We all love that choice. It actually it's is nominated great. for Best Picture. Best- oh, wow. Uh, international feature film, best adapt- adapted screenplay, and best director. So it is for best picture. Yep. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's the first Japanese movie to be nominated for that as well. So first Japanese film to be nominated for fucking best picture. Oh, nice, nice. That's fucking awesome. So, it, so it's nominated for best picture and best foreign. Yeah. Just take out well, best foreign. No, they, you mean they, it's nomination for best foreign feature? I mean, as a category. Mm. Why? That's a little racist. It's the opposite. Why not just include foreign films in as part of movies? Hmm. <laughs> like, uh, so then, right, what, so then, what I'm makes pretty it, hungry? So then, what makes the jump from what makes it make, make the jump from foreign film to best picture? If it's just good enough, if it's not, exactly. that seems weird. Yeah. Well, a foreign movie just got nominated for Best Picture is my point. Right. So then why isn't it only in that category? Well, a foreign film just won Best Picture two years ago. True. So if it can hop that category, why does foreign film category exist? Well, To give exposure to more films. Because it it is a category, though. Like, you can say Best, you know, Actor, and, you know, they can still be nominated for Best Ensemble. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. It's just a different category. 
Okay. I like categories. I dig it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what's not going to be even aired on the broadcast? What? Editing. Wow. They edited, Are you serious? They edited out <laughs> the best editing Damn. award. That's, for but that's a really hard award to give out, is it not? It's true. I, I mean, it's the Tanisha Award, too. You look, a fucking, you look at a timeline like, oh, shit, that looks crazy. I don't know how they judge that. Yeah. Because if you're not over the editor's shoulder and see what choices he made and what problems they had to actually solve to make the story cohesive... Yeah. Or the choices they had to make. Dude, the fact that Bohemian Rhapsody won Just for best about editing. to say that. What's well, a joke? What the fuck is that? It's a paycheck. Yeah. Somebody sent <clears> a <throat> fucking check in the mail. Yeah, someone is. went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, b- fucking Drive My Car was pretty neat. I will never rewatch the movie, though. Yeah. Um, it's not like a movie like No Country where I could... A best picture like... Where you can notice something new every single rewatch. Or you're just enthralled the whole time. Yes. Even though, I mean, that movie could be three hours, so I'd probably be enthralled because I guess it's more of a thriller and a chase movie as opposed to like a existential dread and working through trauma movie. But Do you notice how sparse the music was in this movie? Yeah. Yes. That was really hypnotic, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a lot of just driving noise and room noise and it's quiet. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah, I actually really fucking love it that. It made the performances stand out. Yes, and it made I feel the like setting more like tangible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like in a theater that would have hit really hard. Totally, I would have loved to see this. In you the guys theater. both watched it at home. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm asking you mostly because I know where you watched it because you not a cinephile. You don't like going to the movie because theater. it's not playing in a theater right now. Well, yeah, it, it is. It was. It is. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't watch it there anyways. <laughs> That's obvious, but. But you watched it at home? Yeah, I did. And where is it available if anybody wants to watch it? HBO Max. We should have said that up front. Go Go Max. Plus. Yeah. Um, 12. Showtime. Interesting fact. It's based on a short story. Which Hmm. is only... This wasn't a very short story, though. Yeah, it's only 40 pages long. Wow. He made a three-hour movie out of it. Shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Same, Same for Burning, I think. I think Burning was a short story as well. Shouts to Burning. Did either of you think that... Okay, so the for, in the prologue of the movie, whenever he's reciting his lines with the tape of his wife, did any did you think that that was an actual conversation that he was having with I, his wife? I thought he was on the phone. Same. Yeah. Mm, no, I kind of thought knew. it was a Bluetooth call. Really? In his 1990 Subaru, or the fuck. But it just goes to show how like through like the levels of like the play they're performing. The, sorry, the theater festival they're performing. <laughs> And like the problems that they're having, like I was like, oh shit, right, right. It, it right. was just really well done, I think. Yeah. Um. Another thing about this dude, cinematography. It is not. It's not a visual story, uh, and I think that's obvious because the dialogue a, is the star. Exactly, yeah. it's about yeah. playwrights and you know screenwriters and sh- or playwrights and shit. So that makes sense. And you could say the visual, like the cinematography is not interesting, but there's like a simplicity about it that feels effortless that is also really pleasing to look at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is a beautiful film, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, while also not being like fucking like just. I don't know what I'm saying. It's not fucking Dune. Right. It's not bombastic in its visuals, but it's gorgeous naturally. Yes. Yes. Just like naturally beautiful. I think think where it's shot has a lot to do with that too. That sleepy countryside of, yeah. And then when they go to like the mountainous northern Japan, it's fucking gorgeous. Rural Japan. Yeah. They they put him up in the most beautiful hotel you've ever seen. And then he goes, is this okay? And he's like, it's fine. Yeah. 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 Bruh. 
He's like overlooking like the most beautiful like ravine and lake. Dude, honestly, my favorite shot in this movie is the very first shot. I thought that was fucking gorgeous. What it's like the silhouette of her waking up. Oh, yeah. dude. And like you just get the the window and her silhouette. Yeah. She's talking and then like you cut behind her and you see like her naked back. Like I was like th- those two shots back to back. I was like that's Yeah. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. It's not like fuck, like sensory fucking check this shit out. Yeah. Like let's say Batman or something like that, where it's like Greg yeah. Frazier, fucking you know, two hundred million dollar budget. Let's go for it. Yeah. It's not that, but it's beautifully simplistic. Yeah. And yeah. effortless, but beautiful. It was, yeah. And that was a good intro to the movie because that yeah. would that was like what like the beauty and the. Like her elegance, I guess, yeah. was made you go, "What? What's going on here?" And she's just telling a story, right? Um, which I wanted to talk about that. Like, basically, one of the parts of this movie is revealing her writing process or their writing process for coming up with award-winning stories. Fucking, 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 banging it out, right? Literally. You want, hey, you want to bang out this script? Yeah, quite literally. Yes, quite literally <clears throat> banging like. They would have sex. That's how I come up with jokes for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell them to my wife. I'm like, hey, so what if the Batman in this is talking to the Riddler and then we have a funny voice and yeah. then I come. Yeah. <laughs> and she's it, like, can I go now? It really makes <laughs> and it really makes improv difficult. Yes. For right. us on the show. Because right. we have to make Josh come every time we want to come. <laughs> yeah. Jokes. yeah. We have to jerk him off under the table anytime we want to make a joke. I'm sorry. Like, come on, Josh. It's, it's my the process. only method I know. Trust the process. There are too many. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, interesting writing process, I'd say. It's neato. Yeah. Wouldn't you maybe after like the hundredth time that that happens, maybe be like, okay, this is kind of killing the vibe here. <laughs> you're talking about I, th- I think you put up with it because of, you know. But when oh. you're a fucking playwright, you're probably kind of pretentious. When you're a yeah. theater festival writer, you gotta do what you gotta do. I was a little like during the reveal of like his whole monologue in the car, which the scene in the car was probably my favorite in the so movie. So fucking tense. So tense. Loved it. Like you thought and they like were gonna... the the fucking tears like billowing out of his fucking eyes, like they're just on the cusp there. Yeah. Are you talking Love about it. the one where Tchaikovsky explain like he tells the ending of that story? Yeah. That was fucking incredible. Yeah. That was one of the best monologues. I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like actually I fucked her better, so she told me more of the story. Yeah. Ooh. Or he fucked her more recently and yeah. then she died. Yeah. Which is But like the the levels sus. of yeah longer the, cock, longer story. That's that's yeah, how it goes. Everyone how, knows. That's how but the levels of metaphor in that story is like fucking like <laughs> yeah. it's heavy. I, I also am curious of how many how many metaphors would tie into the play they're putting on? I'm not familiar with the play, but like, no. you, there's probably a bunch of tie-ins like that way too. Well, the fact that uh, the dude playing Vanya, see, Uncle Vanya, yeah, right? that he he believes that the audience won't be able to see him as a violent figure, and then like he's being told that this play brings that aspect of your personality out, and you don't have to worry about that. Oof. And then he goes to jail for causing the death of a man violently. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was huge. Yeah. So what was the significance of the woman that uh, entered the home killing the burglar? Like, what was the significance of that in context of, like, the relationship? Her sneaking in and leaving things was uh, their relationships and fidelity. And her not, the woman in the play not telling uh, the man whose house she is going to, the man whose house it is, is 
fucking the main character's name, whatever he is. Okay. And then the guy who comes in and rapes her is Takatsuki. And then she, when the day that she dies, when she goes, hey, I have something to tell you, that's the metaphor for her play person. Fuck, I'm getting it all fucked up. But that's the metaphor for her play person that she was going to say, hey, I snuck into your house. And then he doesn't have a reaction. And she knows that he's probably aware. Right. And that's her going, why doesn't he react? Mm. Like, I said that poorly, but it's... No, no, no. I, it's really crazy for you to infer all that from facial expressions. Not here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's, you surprise. know, I'm just a people reader. Yeah. That's really fucking interesting, though. I didn't... I didn't... I kind of... As that washed over me, that whole fucking scene, I'm like, oh, that was incredible. Because... Of, just because of the acting. Right. Even though I didn't understand what the fuck they were talking you, about You, at you the can time. tell at the surface level that there is a metaphor there, but, like, you have to think about it to be like, because, like what are the actual... I feel like I was more so, like, all jokes aside, like, reading the body language of that scene, mm-hmm. where it's like the look in his eyes, it's like a knowing look. It's like, dude, when are they gonna kill each other? Dude, yeah. There's, like, five levels of that in this movie. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love that. Yeah, that scene was fucking incredible. I mean, the whole time you think they're gonna fight each other from the moment he casts him. Yeah. You're yeah. like, why is he you're casting like, why would the guy? You, yeah. And then it's like, well, then you're like, oh, here comes the long-term revenge plan right. or something. And the whole time he's just like, yeah, that's fine. I loved her. Like, what are you me. thinking? Yeah. Like, Where yeah. it's like, he doesn't reveal anything. Right. Like, he doesn't show any emotion, which is like a metaphor for him as a play person where yeah. he's like, read the words. Neutral party. Running a tape, yeah. doing the same thing over and over. Right. Like, which cause the infidelity maybe you could argue in the in the first place like it was stagnant because of you it's your right. fault she's dead and that was his like moment of realization like i killed her because i was stagnant yeah Where i was like mm. i don't know about that but whatever but the also like him coming like sort of realizing that even if it might have not been entirely true like his acceptance of that moment along with the driver and like him telling her that he had a daughter and she'd be the same age like Every aspect of that was like pretty much beautiful. So, what do we feel the significance of like uh, having a driver and you know the glaucoma, like all of that? Like, what is the significance of having somebody else drive his car? Oh, also, uh, she stabs the in the story that she wrote. She stabs him in the yeah. opposite eye of the glaucoma eye. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was neato. And he was um, he turned a blind eye to the infidelity. Oh, Ooh. Hey-o. hey, film school person. <laughs> Metaphor, metaphor, metaphor. There's too many movies. My head's big. Anyways. Um, I have hydrocephalus. I loved the the woman that drove the car. She She was was one of my favorite characters. Excellent. Just stoic as fuck. Dude, the fact, like, the way she would be reading a book and then she would see him walking up to the car and she'd just slam it shut and be like, time to go to work. Like, I love that. Her fits. Yeah, her fits popped off too. Come on, man. Yeah. So, what was the the significance in the story of she, her? She was the placeholder daughter that he never got to see grow up. Fuck. Also, a metaphor for him letting go and like letting go of control. They help uh, each other with. Fuck. Yeah. All right. All like, right. I'm not gonna drive the car. I'm gonna let her drive. I'm gonna. And then by doing that, uh-huh. he he. He, at first, he's reluctant. He's like, oh, right. I don't want it, blah, 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 you know? And But then he's like, I actually really cherish this now. Like, it's different. Yeah. Letting go. I forget I'm even letting, in a car. Yeah. Like, letting go has made me grow. Like, and when she was driving, mm-hmm. here's another part. When she used to drive, the wife was driving the car, he would be like, why would you turn yeah. your fucking lane there? Why right. would you? He was like bickering. He was backseat driving. Yeah. Right. For her, 
either he learned or she was just a better driver or he learned that like i can let go and just let this person drive and it's magnificent she's driving her own way and it's Mm -hmm. great and Mm -hmm. that was why his marriage failed i love that it's pretty good i think i get so focused on like the subtitles uh that it's really hard for me to pick up on metaphors and you know, like I would if this was like an American film or something like that. I feel like I would pick up on that a lot easier. For a movie that's so dialogue heavy, it is like reading a book sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like assisted. Because you're looking up and getting to see a little bit of visuals. Right. But it's like a picture in a book as opposed to yeah. a... And not to mention, they're also reading a play within this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that play is a metaphor for what's going on yeah. with everything. And then that his wife wrote stories that are told to the camera too, like in the mm. car, which is like, it's a fascinating how it's engrossing to hear a story in a story. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, this guy is telling a story about a story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. Fuck, man. So I, I think that's that's where my, um, like I need to be a six head as opposed to like a five head. Mm. <laughs> you really understand, yeah. Yeah. Getting there. It, it is tough though. I mean, I mean, there is... It doesn't matter how fast of a re- reader you are. There are macro expressions in actors that you'll miss because you have to be focusing on the and words. Dude, like just understanding metaphors in a in a different language is fucking hard, dude. Yeah, yeah I can't imagine the localization team behind the subtitles for this. Like that must have taken fucking forever. Yeah, like because the amount of like, like just simply just the way they address each other, like the honorifics of all that, and, like the nuances of that, how. It's fucking insane. Like, honestly, dude, like, it fucking freaks me out when I think about something idiotic, but, like, being punny here. Right. How would that... Yeah. How does that fucking translate? Yeah. They have to pick, like, idioms and puns that are well-known in that culture or dialect. Right. And find, like, an appropriate translation. Like, it's fucking... Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So, you guys enjoyed it? You guys liked it a lot? Yeah, yeah I loved it. Loved it. I yeah. fucking loved it. You think it's going to get Best Picture? No. Doubtful. Me either. Um, what are I, the Best Picture noms? I'll pull them up. One second. I think it'll get it'll get Best Foreign. Yeah. As a consolation prize. As someone basically. that has seen none of the other Best Foreign noms, I will say that as well. Yeah. Well, it's because it's if it if it's the only one that hopped to best picture noms, it's like well, it's kind of a shoe in. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they gave them the nom the nom as just like a a nod of like yeah, yeah this is real good and you're gonna get a lot of views. I mean, we're watching it probably because of that exactly. So, yeah. um, all right, nominees. Here we go. Belfast. Never seen. It. Nope. Coda. That I heard that see. was great. I heard it's big feels. I think we may need to watch that one, but uh, don't look up. No, that's fucking. Why bullshit. would that be nominated? I for knew best it, picture? and I just got re mad about it. <laughs> Drive my car. Yep, good movie. Dune. Let's go. It's not going to win, but it, let's go. King Richard, which I wanted to watch on this on this show, and uh, I was denied. I wonder why. King Richard, <laughs> racist. <laughs> racist. I don't even know what the movie's about. Wow, that's even more racist than wow. just outright denying Starring it. Starring Will Smith. Yeah, a black man. Oh yeah, yeah. Yet but we did do Wild Wild West. Didn't want to watch this. Weird. Mm, weird how it's about the dad, like the abusive, arguably the whiplash dad, basically, and not just. But we love Whiplash. That's your favorite fucking movie. It's no. Movie. It's a great movie. It's also fiction. It's not his favorite movie. <laughs> it's also fiction. Licorice Pizza. Shout out to Should that win. Great movie. Mm. Shout out to this lunchbox, by the way. The, yeah. the ultimate licorice pizza steelbook. Licorice. Licorice. It's kind of like licorice pizza. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's licorice pizza. Sometimes when I have to use the phone at work, 
I literally want to be like, hello, uh, this is Alex, <laughs> just so I can get through it. Nightmare Alley? No. The Guillermo del Toro Bradley Cooper film? Power of the Dog? No. The most overhyped thing. I do not understand that to this day, why that movie is so... And Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. That's just there because it's old Hollywood. They're, it makes everyone at the Academy fucking get their big what? They might as well have white curly wigs on, those motherfuckers. West Side Story <laughs> should honestly be purged from like the pop culture world. Yeah. It's like just have Romeo and Juliet. Don't have the worst version of like American gangs play Romeo and Juliet where they're like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. It's Greece. Like, it's dumb. Yeah. Dog shit. The only films I have not seen that were nominated for Best Picture are Coda, King Richard, and West Side Story. We should uh, probably see them all just for context because we are on a movie podcast. We probably should watch those. I yeah. think Coda would be a good episode, but I still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. On the topic of Guillermo del Toro, I read that he's trying to make a film of H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness, which is a fucking brutal story. Is it also racist? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Which is, you know, you know, he just had that cat and whatnot. So that was... For those that don't know, what was the cat's name? Uh, well, you're, you're the one that told me, so I'm I actually sure can't not. remember right now. You say I, it all the time. Yeah. I don't. I've never you're always said like, it. my, that thing. Gun to my head, I couldn't say the cat's name. I'm actually, I was asking for the viewers, but I'm actually, I was kind of trying to hide that. I was asking for me. Alexa, what is the name of H.P. Lovecraft's cat? In his adult life, H.P. Lovecraft didn't own any pets. He did make friends with many stray cats, which he gave names like Little Sam Perkins or Old Man. Mm, almost had it. I think I think she's revisionist forgetting. history. Yeah, I think she's little, forgetting. Yeah, one. yeah. Not cool, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> um. All right. Any? Are we wrapping this up? Yeah. Any more thoughts on Drive My Car? Let's let's talk about the ending. I guess. Oh yeah, they, they all oh, re- man. they all realize they're big pieces of poo poo and, and right, and then beautiful. I think the driver's uh, story arc was so fucking interesting, and I really wanted even more of it. Yeah, but like, how the fuck are you gonna, you know? Yeah. Like it's fine where it is, yeah. and it's just enough to leave you wanting more, which I think is great. She yeah. had the least screen time, which I think contributed to like the overall like your longing for more of her. Right, right. Yeah, right. she was great. I think. She she became a star at the end of the movie. I feel like because like it ends with her. Yeah. Right. And she now I'm curious because there was a detail that I'm not sure is just a technicality or if this is a part of like the the crux of the movie. Is it her scar? No. Um. It's uh her when she's driving away. She's driving on the other side of the road, which is the in Korea. And she has Korean plates in the car now. Yeah. Mm. So is that a refresh from memory? Because it's been a while since I've seen it. Is that implying she took his car and went home? I th- that wouldn't be her home. Okay. My no. bad. She, I assume she just moved away, but she was gifted or given that car. Would, so we can assume that she has now got a great relationship with him. And, and she a got dog. A, and she got a dog. And a dog. And the dog the, was adorable. At, at the end of the movie, I was like, wait, he turned into a dog? <laughs> what the fuck? The shaggy dog, too. <laughs> the power of the dog. The real power <laughs> of the dog. Um, 
that would be hilarious if like some people like what if we did a full review and at the end we just went and the twist with the guy turning into the dog at the <laughs> end into a amazing dog. and we all are fully on board with yeah. that it's, like, it's just crazy that they would take they would invest three hours in a character and then at the very end bring in that surrealism and turn him yeah. into a dog that's so crazy it was very the lobster-esque <laughs> yes dude yes. i forgot uh one of my favorite scenes in this movie is uh the dinner scene whenever uh Oh, that was so good. The producer of the play, I guess, invites him over. Yeah. I love that guy, by the way. He was, he was amazing. Big cheesy. Japanese Chad. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was big cheesy the whole time. Super friendly. Yeah. And just, just a friend. It's like, oh, this is a friendly face. You want to see this guy all yeah. the time. Yeah. And then the reveal that like the uh, the the actress was, in fact, his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the most wholesome characters. There's yeah. just so many subplots, too, by the way. Yeah. Like, where it's like, what... Now, while they while I enjoyed all the subplots, they're almost all like three movies in one. Yeah, like there's it derails the, you quite a bit. There's the the sign language subplot. There's the the driver and him. There's the wife and him. There's the uh, the other actor who, you know, Tukatsky, I think, do, goes to jail for yeah. you know, beating people up and did questionable things in the yeah. past. And I think that I don't know what the significance of it is, but I'm pretty sure there is significance in the fact that the lines delivered at the end of the play that we've been hearing in Otto's voice the entire movie are now being delivered silently through another woman. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, That's hard. I'm not big brain enough to be like, oh, this is why, but I know there's significance to oh, that. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. And sign language is just fucking beautiful to watch. Um, Tell that to blind people. And I would also, I would also argue too, like the, uh, <laughs> the, like the fact that the casting a Korean, someone doing Korean sign language in a play mm-hmm. is optimistic, almost like like overly optimistic to be like, oh, I'm just going to do that. And that, that'd be, so we've already got two languages and one of them is signed. Yeah. yeah. So then it's like, so all the rehearsals have to have translators, all the audience members. I mean, there's already going to be subtitles, so I guess it's different there. But like, right. but it's also like, I guess a, a, a play to his development as a character where it's like communication with his wife was not good. Right. And then he went to do the most difficult communication possible. Right. So that I think is There's just like a character development trait there. Definitely yeah. some significance to it. And I, yeah, I really appreciate that. I brought that aspect of it, but the ending, I would say, um, <laughs> <laughs> did we note that? Um, <laughs> there's just some guy in here with an air horn. <laughs> Sorry guys. My bad. Love I sat point. on it again. Um, <clears throat> hype man for slow three hour <laughs> yeah. he's just in the movie like fucking yeah loved it um, fire line right there yeah killed it uh but yeah i think um oh that fucking smash cut of the fucking tape and the car driving i loved that the, the dude. real the reel of the cassette Ooh, yeah. The, yeah that was great fuck i love that was that like a j cut no, it's a cross dissolve. Cross dissolve. Film school people get it. It's weird. Um. Well, I guess it was it. Not, did it fade across? I don't even. Remember. It was. It was a cross fade. Okay, my bad. I okay. said. I said smash cut, but that's incorrect. It's interesting. Mm. So I got an A in editorial. Yeah. You got like a C, B minus, maybe. Well, I brought it up, and I'm a natural, <laughs> so that's <laughs> well, like that supersedes both of your educations. No. So. All right. Was that it? Um. I think so. Um, drop my car is pretty good. Yes. <laughs> but okay. is it cinema with Marty Scorsese? This is exactly the type of movie Marty Scorsese would like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it three Can hours? We not over this. 
Watch Silence, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I that. fucking need to. I've been <laughs> saying it for like two years. <laughs> All right. Um, we have to determine whether or not Drive My Car is cinema. Alex, kick us off. Yeah. I will go next and say absolutely. Chris? Yeah, it's cinema. <laughs> Y'all got psyched for like two seconds. I already know how this is going to go. This, yeah. 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 So... Chris? Nope, it's not 4-3 for me. Yep. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna own this movie. I'm not gonna rewatch it. I enjoyed the first watch, but not that it matters, but would it have been 4-3 for you? Yes. Me too. It is multi-layered. I think you can yeah. notice something new with each watch. I almost almost I, I guess I have to give it some time to digest. I just saw it this morning. I feel like I would want to own this movie. And give See, it a that's the thing is like even even though you're not sure about that, like that's where I'm at with four three movies. I need to walk out of the theater and go, I can't wait for that to be on Blu-ray so I can own it and rewatch it. That's a four yeah. three movie for me. That's if you're true. on the fence about it, I don't I wouldn't say it's four three. Okay. But you can it's your own vote. I'm just saying what four hey, three man, is to me. Don't fucking gaslight me and tell me what you Yeah. Doing. You're trying to tell them how to I like know. like I'm the worst at stuff. gaslighting here. You are. You're yeah. always doing it. You guys yeah just it's just I just always gaslight you guys. I'm always the worst person ever and say false shit. What else we got? DMT. DMT. Dumb movie title. Alex, kick us off. Uh, I've got uh, Mommy Driver and Fuck My Wife. Nice. Mommy Driver is a good one. I have uh, Dude, Where's My Wife? <laughs> that's that's it, I think. Not Death Proof. Um, drive My Car, Fuck My Wife. <laughs> and Gone in 10,800 Seconds. <laughs> Is that any particular amount of time? That is three hours. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, never makes me think of your second one. Makes me think of that scene in Harold and Kumar. Like, oh, you guys want to go inside, have a beer, (laughs) drink some lemonade, fuck my wife. Yeah. Um, uh, My DMTs are weird writing process and cuck my car. Nice. Cuck my car. I like dude. That was the one where you thought that we would all have the same title. Yes. Mm. On the top, pretty prominent. I was just going to say, on the topic of while, while you brought up Harold and Kumar, one of my favorite all-time movie lines is, when it comes to feeling good, pissing is right up there with coming and shitting. I honestly... Do I nominate for best screenplay just for that line, actually. Yeah. I feel obligated to flip your DMT because it needs to be Drive My Cuck. Yeah. That's the... Okay. It's still not going to be the one. It's not choose. the one, but you did it wrong. So glad you brought that up. You were no, wrong. No, I also agree with Josh and that you. you did your DMT So wrong. glad you both brought that up. Yeah. So you're it is two against one. Wrong. Cool. And therefore, we are right. That's sick, guys. <laughs> budget? <laughs> what was the budget for the movie Drive My Car? May Do we I... have to answer in the end? Oh, shit. Could I? Good observation. I'm going to go first. I sure. want to. I want to go first. All right. Yeah. Fair. No. Eight. Nah, that's fine. Eight million dollars. Okay. I'm gonna go ten million. I feel like it's. Mm. I don't know. Five million. Nah, fuck. Nah, Alexa, fuck what was the budget for the movie Drive My Car? Here's something I found on the web, according to MoneyNation.com. The movie had a budget of $38 million. I wonder if it's the one where he actually said. I'll take it. That's fine. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Me. Chris. I won. He's already ready to say, I did, you say 10? did it. Yeah. Which is two more than eight. So mad. So I'm at the top. He's so mad. 
You know what's so funny is we were all five, eight, and ten, nowhere near thirty-eight, <laughs> and I'm like, get fucking bested, <laughs> yeah. fucking nerds, film school person. I had the least worst guess. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, what next? What do we do? Um, you want to guess how much it made? But that's kind of dumb. That's dumb. That's stupid, Chris. Let's do, yeah, that's a really stupid. Let's idea. do movies revolving around cars. Oh shit! I like this. Go go for Drive it. Winner car. Ford v Ferrari. The Fast and the Furious. God damn it, dude! Where's my car? Christine. Herbie fully loaded. Ah, nice. I'm gonna go for a real obscure one that I was pocketing for later, but <sighs> cars. God damn it, man! Get fucked. That was genuine. You know when you have one banked and you're like, no one's going to get this. I'll say it and then I'll think of another one. Yeah. Just waiting on you, Alex. An automobile. Enjoying this music. Oh, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Gone in 60 seconds. Shit. I just had the rug swept out from under me. Isn't that a bitch? Isn't that the worst? Speed. Nice. It's a bus. Oh, okay. that is a bus. There's a lot of cars in that car. movie. Oh, it, it, all right, can we do movies that have cars in them now? In <laughs> Harry the Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> the entire thing takes place on a highway with a bomb on a bus. Is that not? A it's a vehicle. Bus. It's a vehicle. Oh, it's fine. Okay, oh, so we're doing God. vehicle movies now. I already said Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. There's a flying, there's a a flying car in there. It's That's not bullshit. a vehicle movie, dude. Mm. Come on. Does the movie revolve around it? <laughs> a bus is technically a big car. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. Fuck it, I'm out. God. <laughs> um, drive Angry. Uh-huh. Ooh. That's a good one. Oh, shit. Tell the Nights. Do television shows count? Do we do that? We've done. I'm right. letting you decide. Since you're out. Do you have one banked and ready? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> I agree, actually, with Alex for once. <laughs> Fuck you, Knight Rider. That's a good one. This movie's about cars, dude. About a car. Days of Thunder? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's a racing movie. That counts. That's a car. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) That's the cars? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying yes. Okay. Um, I just wasn't sure of the title. Days of Thunder. Oh, okay. It's Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go on. Bumblebee. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I was going to say Transformers. <laughs> yeah, that's such, I, hey, I it's laughed. about Bumblebee, dude. He is a car. He's a car. He's Chevrolet. He's a, no, he's a Camaro, right? I don't fucking know. Whatever. He's supposed to be a bug. He's a Bumblebee. Shit. Uh, you said Fast and Furious, which covers all of them. Yep. Stupid. Fuck. Tokyo Drift should be its own movie. <laughs> All I know is Drift. Car movies, 
dude. I see you Smart trying not to answer with Top Gun and justifying it with their flying cars. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, I'm out. I don't have anything. Ah. Do you have one more final? to secure the dub? Would you like to phone a friend? No. Can't do that. Fucking shit, man. It's always the last one. It's also right after you uh, lose that you're like, oh, here's five more. Yeah. Fuck, a movie about a fucking car, dude. Mm. My brain just keeps going back to Gone in 60 Seconds. Every yeah. time I think about Gone, like... It's like you're fixating on it. Yeah. yeah. The Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. All right, cool. Questionable. I thought of Mad Max as soon as I got out, and I was like, God damn it. Those are two movies that predominantly feature vehicles, but I don't know if they're... It's like... Is Fast and Furious about a car? It's One about particular VCRs. Car? I don't know. It's about driving. It's about drive. It's about power. <laughs> drive would have been a fuck. Would have been a pretty good answer. That's uh, a good one. But that's also arguable. Whatever. That was fun. Thank you for listening to There Are So Many Movies. Check out Drive My Car and HBO Max. Yes. HBO Go Plus Max Super Sonic Plus subscription. Turbocharged edition. Yeah. If you need help navigating HBO Max, just contact Alex. He's really good at navigating streaming. Services. It's really simple. He's, I give tutorials on YouTube. I use fine. iFunny. He's fine at HBO Max, but he's an expert at Apple TV Plus. Later, Toads. Be my car.